0: In today's show, we'll be doing the latest technical analysis, quoting Crypto Capo. Price has been ranging between 19,000 and 20,500 for three weeks. If you flip-flop randomly during the range while losing money unnecessarily, that means you have no patience. He says the main scenario is exactly the same, 21,000 first, and then new lows between 14 and $16,000. And now for a fun fact, 13 years ago today, the very first Bitcoin to US dollar trade, and someone purchased 5,000 BTC for $5. And if you run the math today, 5,000 BTC at 19,000 per BTC is $95 million. Come up. That's what's up. And as Dylan LeClaire shares, the Bitcoin hash rate is absolutely exploding, hitting yet another all-time high. And this just in the Middle East, this first spot Bitcoin ETP launches in Dubai. Dubai, let's freaking go. Also, Kazakhstan lawmakers to introduce legislation for developing a full-fledged Bitcoin and crypto ecosystem in the country. And as Plan B shares here, approximately 50% of all 19 million Bitcoin is in loss, similar to January 2019 bottom in August 2015 and October 2011. Also in today's show, Tap to Pay, Bitcoin lightning Bolt card strike in El Salvador. That's right, they now have Bitcoin cards that you can use to make your purchase. Also breaking news, JP Morgan and Visa team up on cross-border blockchain payments. Via Swift, also BNY Mellon, an asset manager worth $43 trillion. America's oldest bank launches their own crypto services. The bank will store private keys and provide bookkeeping services equivalent to those offered to fund managers and traditional assets. Also in today's show, Ripple boss tips when the SEC case will end and Charles Hoskinson hits back at the XRP army. That's right. Brad Garlinghouse thinks the case will be concluded in about three to four months, but says it could potentially take take longer. Also in today's show, here's a realistic worst case scenario for Bitcoin and crypto. According to analyst Jason Pizzino, who is ultimately predicting we are yet to see the bottom. Also in today's show, Morgan Creek Capital CEO stands by his $250,000 Bitcoin price prediction in a recent interview, quoting him here. So $5 trillion for Bitcoin's market cap of $400 billion today. That's a 10x. 10x from here, 20000 is 200000 rounded. Round it. My number's are off a little bit to that 250000 Thousand number seems to me to get to two hundred and fifty thousand easy because you got a few lost or stolen coins, no problem. Every having we add a zero. The first having was ten bucks, second having a hundred bucks, third having a thousand dollars, fourth having ten thousand dollars. So that means the next having is one hundred thousand dollars. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. <laughs> Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. So welcome, everybody, uh, to Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. This is podcast episode number 1,072. As you can see, you can see a Bitcoin price live feed. We're currently trading at just above 19,100 at the time of this recording. With that being shared, let's do a quick market watch and share what's going on with the latest updates in the overall crypto market. As you can see here, we got Bitcoin barely in the green, maintaining above 19.1. We have Ether up about three quarters of a percent, maintaining just under $1,300, while Binance Coin, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Near Protocol, Dogecoin, XRP, and Cardano are all correcting and in the red at the current moment. And checking out the crypto market cap, let's do a quick refresh to get the latest data. We have the market cap sitting at $922 billion. What about $48 billion in volume in the past 24 hours? The current Bitcoin dominance is 39.8%, with the Ether dominance at 17.3%. And now checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past uh, week, you can see a sea of red ultimately, as most of the altcoins are currently correcting over the past week. But we have a few in the green and pumping hard over the last week, including Helium up 53%. We have Casper up 18.5%, Quant up 14.6%, and HBAR up 14.5%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated 20 in extreme fear, yesterday at 24, last week at 25, and last month at 25 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and fear index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. With that being said, that's the overall crypto market. Let me know if you're currently short-term bullish or or bearish on the King Crypto? Do you feel that the low is currently in at approximately 17500 or do you feel we have much lower to go, as we're going to be discussing this a little further as far as the Bitcoin worst-case scenario later in the show? But with that being shared, now let's discuss... This Bitcoin Lightning Network card that they're using all across El Salvador, because this is pretty interesting uh, to say the least. This is a partnership with Coin Corner. El Salvador-based Bitcoin hodlers can soon spend their Bitcoin using the tap-to-pay feature. Wherever the near-field communication service card readers are available, the cardless pay service would be utilizing the Lightning Network to facilitate retail Bitcoin transactions. This is huge, for mass adoption, especially in countries like El Salvador. Now contactless card payments are quite popular in the current fast paced world. In fact, how many of you are currently using your cards to tap to make the payment? I know I started doing that a few months back as most all the cards have that built into them nowadays. These services can now be utilized by Bitcoin hodlers as well. The Bitcoin lightning services are being introduced in El Salvador by Coin Corner. So shout out to Coin Corner, which has in turn partnered with IBEX, a lightning infrastructure services company to add NFC support across businesses in the country. Now, the Bolt card, which is a Lightning payment card, was launched just this Wednesday. So, this is breaking news once again. Coin Corner said that the motivation for its expansion in the Central American nation, apart from its Bitcoin legal tender, was a barrage of reports about. Uh, T-poor user experience that the firm hopes to resolve. Bitcoin Lightning Network is the layer two scalability, which many of you know. This is an infrastructure which allows for retail usage and expenditure of Bitcoin in day-to-day life at a low cost and insistent transaction rate. That's right. You can virtually send Bitcoin free and instantaneous. So this is why this is such a big deal deal for retail users uh, using Bitcoin. The intro of tap-to-pay card payment would make for a seamless Bitcoin user experience in the country, which the firm hopes would also enhance the country's bitcoin usage. Now El Salvador became the first country in the world to make bitcoin a legal tender on September of 2021, and at the time President Nayib Bukele led government hoped that the adoption would help the country's majority unbanked populations gain monetary independence. And within 4 months of adopting the king crypto, the country onboarded 4 million users on its government-backed Bitcoin wallet. Not too shabby, eh? The Bitcoin wallet saw $52 million in remittances in the first two quarters of 2022. With the introduction of the lightning-based payments in the country, the retail payment sector could see a huge bump in Bitcoin use. That is a given, absolutely. Let me know your thoughts surrounding these payment cards being introduced in El Salvador, and are you bullish regarding this? Let me know in the comments below and if you had a a Bitcoin Lightning card that you can use for day-to-day transactions Would you use them? Would you maybe put a reserve or some Bitcoin aside for maybe emergency use or just for convenience when traveling? Let me know if you would personally use one of those cards and do you think it's a good idea? With that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day, and that's a massive partnership between JP Morgan, one of the largest banks in the United States, as well as Visa to uh, facilitate uh, crypto payments. And let's break this baby down. This is more breaking news. Traditional finance and payment giants, JP Morgan and Visa are teaming up to streamline the use of their private blockchain solutions link and uh, b2b contact to facilitate cross-border payments according to an october 11th report from forbes jp morgan's link is a network specifically designed for cross-border transfers and is offered under the bank's blockchain and payments initiative onyx onyx how many how many of you remember the rap group onyx just slam da da da. remember sticky fingers classic. Anyways, Onyx provides a platform for institutions to share financial information and validate transactions. Their uh, connect is similar to a network to link that was built for institutional grade use and now has been integrated with the Onyx, which they confirm. Confirm is an account information validation product and ensures that transacting parties provide genuine identities and correct information. Onyx touts the Confirm is capable of verifying more than 2 billion bank accounts from 3,500 financial institutions and Fin Extra reported yesterday that J.P. Morgan is looking to rope in a host of founding member banks across the globe as it works to launch Confirm in 10 countries by the end of the year. And moving forward, the bank is said to be eyeing a rollout in 30 countries next year. This reminds me, don't do as they say, but watch what they do. As uh, We all know J.P. Morgan's uh CEO, Jamie Dimon, talking smack and reckless about Bitcoin for a very long time, saying it's uh, worthless and it's a Ponzi, et cetera, et cetera. But meanwhile, they're embracing for the king crypto because they know what's up. German financial behemoth Deutsche Bank has also signed on to become a founding member of Confirm. And we all know Deutsche Bank is another banking giant. Confirm's global head, Alex Littleton, explained in a public statement that Confirm's growth is heavily influenced by network effects, adding that naming Deutsche Bank as a founding member while also establishing interconnect activity to Visa's B2B's blockchain will accelerate our adoption on a global scale. And with Visa teaming up with JP Morgan and its suit of blockchain products, it seems that the duo has an eye on providing an alternative to the commonly used society for worldwide interbank financial telecommunications, better known as SWIFT, messaging system to manage and facilitate cross-border payments. We all know SWIFT is so far out of date, so they need to adapt or get left behind. And that's what it looks like. They are doing the notion of cross-border payments has been in the spotlight this week with the monetary authority of Singapore revealing on Monday it would look to utilize blockchain tech to provide solutions to current issues with such, including speed and cost and quoting them here. It is slow, costly, opaque and inefficient, relying on an uh, archaic network of correspondent banks ain't telling no lies. And he outlined that the expansion of private sector blockchain-based payment networks could be one of the possible ways to solve this. Now also, Ripple creator Ripple Labs has also made moves with cross-border payment products on-demand liquidity ODL this week on October 11th. It announced partnerships with payments firm Lemonway and money transfer provider XBOT that will see the duo leverage the ODL network and provide crypto payments for customers in France Thailand, and Switzerland. So there you have it. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this story. Are you bullish on the fact they have this major swift partnership between JP Morgan and Visa? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And I just want to shout everyone out in the live chat right now and give everyone uh, a few seconds to drop a quick comment. I'm going to be shouting you out throughout the length of this, uh, live podcast. And towards the end, we're going to be doing a live Q and A. Welcome bring facts. Welcome coin father. Welcome Bitcoin cal. Welcome Wilson Wong. Welcome how to code and everyone just joining us here on the podcast. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's BNY Melling, a massive, massive asset manager who controls over 43 trillion in assets under management. They launched a digital custody platform to safeguard select clients Ether and Bitcoin holdings on October 11th, making America's oldest bank the first large bank in the country to offer the custody of digital assets and traditional investments on the same platform. According to the statement, the bank will store private keys to access the funds and provide the same bookkeeping services offered to fund managers and other assets such as stocks and bonds. With digital asset custody, we continue our journey of trust and innovation into the evolving digital asset space while embracing leading technology and collaborating with FinTechs, said Roman Regelman, the CEO of Security Services and Digital at BNY Mellon. BNY Mellon is two hundred and thirty eight years old and possesses over forty three trillion dollars in assets under custody or administration worldwide, making them the largest by far, and in twenty twenty one formed an enterprise digital assets unit to develop develop digital asset solutions and a platform to bridge digital and traditional asset custody. The bank was granted approval for crypto custody earlier this fall from the New York Financials Authority and a recent survey from the bank revealed that ninety one percent of institutional investors are interested in investing in tokenized products pretty substantial, wouldn't you say? And 41% of them already hold crypto in their portfolios. And in March, the bank was selected by Circle as the custodian of its US dollar coin reserves. And BNY previously announced its partnership with blockchain data platform Chainalysis to help traditional financial institutions track and analyze crypto products, allowing large firms to manage legal risk related to cryptocurrencies. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this largest asset manager in the world, embracing the King crypto? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down the latest of what's going on between XRP and the SEC. As you know, this lawsuit started going on back in, uh, I think it was around January of 2020. It's literally been over two years and now good news is coming forth from their CEO Brad Garlinghouse that we can see an end and a final result is if, if, uh, the SEC deems, uh, XRP, um, a currency or, uh, which would be like, uh, you know, uh, a bridge currency of which it is. Or is it gonna be deemed a, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for, XRP holders? Uh, security. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. So let's break this story down, shall we? According to Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse, the long-drawn-out battle between Ripple and the U.S. SEC is nearing its conclusion but could still take many months. On October 11th, Garlinghouse told panelists at the D.C. FinTech Week conference that he expects the case against his firm to come to a conclusion in the first half of 2023 but admitted that it was hard to predict. The action by the U.S. security regulator was initially filed – oh, I'm sorry. That was back in December of 2020 – which is almost two years ago, accusing the company of conducting an unregulated security sale with the XRP token. It has been long drawn out a fair. And Garlinghouse says that it was a bellwether case for the US and wider crypto industry. And he added, it'll be fully briefed and in front of the judge by mid-November, quitting him here. Federal judges work at their own pace, he stated, before adding optimistically, we're talking about three to four months. Pessimistically, it could be longer than that. So there you have it. His honest opinion is that this lawsuit will end and wrap up in the next three to four months. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the XRP CEO. Garlinghouse also referenced former SEC division director William Hinman in his 2018 speech about Ethereum not being a security and said that the judge has ordered the SEC to hand over the details six times. And On September 29th, a small victory for Ripple was finally won regarding these elusive transcripts finally being handed over once and for all. Hence the pump, which took XRP back above 50 cents and the fintech boss said that ripple would consider a settlement with the sec providing the xrp is not classified as a security meanwhile charles huskinson strikes back the founder of cardano hit back over a barrage of abuse he received from ripple fans better known online as the xrp army in a new video huskinson shared the following it came this it came as a tremendous surprise the incredible wave of criticism i have received for a single comment that was taken out of context the comment was regarding rumors of a financial conspiracy involving the SEC and Ethereum co-founders that have been swirling in the XRP camp. Many Ripple supporters, including Garlinghouse, believe that regulators gave Ether an unfair advantage over XRP at the time due to not being perceived as a security, with the regulator solely targeting Ripple. And Hoskinson claimed that the SEC is after Ripple, not because of corruption or any conspiracies invented by the XRP community, but due to the lack of clarity. This irked the XRP army, which began trolling Hoskinson on Twitter until he did. Decided- Decided to block many of them, quoting Charles here. I think I blocked the most of XRP trolls who continue to harass unprovoked. I have seen. I'm sorry. I've never seen a group so radically pick up a few words and run with it. Great job turning an ally into something disgusted and totally checked out. Now the outspoken Cardano founder also got in a battle with Ethereum developer last month over the merge, claiming it was a flawed proof of stake implementation. And more recently, in an exclusive interview with Coin Telegraph, he was equally critical of both. Ether and Bitcoin, and quoting Alex Cobb, who is pro XRP. Charles Hoskinson, ETH gate is a conspiracy theory. XRP army, no, it isn't. So <laughs> let me know your thoughts surrounding this controversy and in related Ripple news. The San Francisco-based fintech firm has expanded its on-demand liquidity. As I previously mentioned to services to France and Sweden in an announcement October 11, it was reported that Paris-based payment provider for online marketplaces Lemonway would be the new French partner with Swedish money transfer provider XBOT, which would facilitate money movement between Sweden and Thailand. And RippleNet's ODL service uses XRP to provide liquidity for cross-border payments. And at the time of this recording, we have XRP currently trading just under that critical $0.50. resistance let me know if you're currently bullish or bearish on xrp and what are your thoughts surrounding this lawsuit do you think it will get wrapped up here soon in the near future potentially in the next three to four months or even before the end of the year let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below with that being shared now let's get into the worst case scenario for the king crypto shall we Let's break it down. A popular crypto strategist is mapping out where Bitcoin and the rest of the crypto markets may bottom in a worst-case scenario. In a new strategy session, Jason Pizzino tells his over a quarter million YouTube subs that it's within the realm of possibility for the total market cap of crypto assets to lose another 40% of its value even after this year's deep correction, quitting him here. So for the realistic zone, probably somewhere around an 80 to 82% drop brings us down to about $550 billion. And if we're looking... Anything in the middle, sure, you can take your 600 or 700 billion, but currently we are down 74% to the June low of 762 billion. So for a drop from where we are currently back to the low of 762 billion, that's about a 14% drop from the total crypto market cap. That can be quite significant. Maybe you're going to see 10% off Bitcoin, 20% off ETH and throw another several percent on the rest of the market. That is very realistic. Somewhere to the bottom of that range, $550 billion is about a 40% drop from From where we are currently, which is shared here in this chart. Now, at the time of this recording, the total crypto market cap is sitting at around $887 billion. And as for big. Uh Bitcoin, Pizzino says a drop of similar magnitude would drive Bitcoin down to levels last seen in July of twenty twenty, quitting him here. Would it even be possible for Bitcoin to drop forty percent? Well, from the current price to significant support levels at about eleven thousand to eleven thousand five hundred, which is our bottom of the cycle buy zone, that's your forty percent drop. So it is within a realistic view. So there you have it. There you have it. He's saying that the worst case scenario, in his honest opinion, is we can drop another forty percent down to eleven thousand to eleven thousand five hundred the king crypto let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments below and let's also look at the ethereum charts Pizzino says that even a deeper correction is conceivable for cardano considering that the smart contract platform almost lost all of its value during the 2018 bear market in a worst case scenario the analyst sees cardano plummeting all the way down to 17 cents ouch as he shares here previous cycle for ada has been down 98 percent Oh, my God. So it's not really unrealistic to think that this could go down even further to my downside target, maybe 94 to 95% down from the top, which is still less than the previous cycle. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his thoughts on Cardano and moving on to Solana. He says Solana can plunge below 20 bucks. (laughs) Ouch. If the crypto market loses 40% of its value, Pizzino also says it's possible for Solana to follow in the footsteps of Cardano and wipe out about 60% of its market cap, taking Solana to as low as $12. Talk about max. Pain. That would be horrendous. But nonetheless, Solana is currently trading at 30 bucks. And to watch this video, he did entitled Realistic Worst Case Scenario for Crypto. Uh, Check the show notes below the video in the description. With that being said, now let's break down our final story of the day and let's discuss a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price, shall we? Because this is actually a prediction he has made a while back and he is standing by and doubled down on more recently in a recent interview he did with altcoin daily so let's break this down shall we and discuss this quarter million dollar target mark yusko the founder ceo and chief investment officer of morgan creek capital talked about bitcoin in a recent interview with altcoin daily and according to a report by the daily hodl he remains confident that the bitcoin price is still going to reach a quarter million dollars as he has predicted several times in the past quoting him here i absolutely believe positively believe that bitcoin is digital gold. I think it is a better form of value storage. I absolutely believe that gold ten trillion dollars above ground, half of it is in jewelry and chalices that doesn 't count. The monetary value of gold is about five trillion dollars. so five trillion from bitcoin 's market cap of four hundred billion today that 's a ten x ten x from here at twenty thousand is two hundred thousand dollars round it. My numbers are off a little bit, so that 's two hundred and fifty thousand number seems easy to me to get to $250,000 because you get a few lost or stolen coins. No problem. And he goes on to share. Check this out. Every halving, we have had a zero. The first halving was $10. The second halving was $100. The third halving, $1,000. And the fourth halving was $10,000. So that means that the next halving is $100,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Mark Yusko. And to watch this video he did entitled, Why Bitcoin and Altcoins Will Explode in 2023. Check the show notes below the video in the description. So according to this report by uh, Daily Hoddle, he also goes on to say, I actually do believe that crypto winter is over. I believe we're in crypto spring. I believe we have seen the bottom. That doesn't mean we can't retest it. It doesn't mean we couldn't go a little bit lower than that. But I really do think that the cathartic unwind of the leverage in Bitcoin happened, and I do think we are having a little follow-through here with to buy the rumor, sell the news about the merge. I think there are a lot of people that thought when the merge happened, suddenly everybody was just going to buy Ethereum. But my personal belief is we're in a recession. I think the Fed could over-tighten and break things. I think because of that, the Fed will reverse. And when they reverse, we're going to have to face a melter of the rally. I mean a Fe- uh, face melter because the shorts are going to get Scorched an amount of shorts. In crypto is absolutely massive. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Mark Yusko and surrounding his $250,000 Bitcoin price prediction. And realistically, when do you feel Bitcoin will hit? Uh, A quarter million dollars per coin? Let me know in the comments below. As we all know, the next halving is going to be uh, in uh, 2024, which is not next year, but the year following it. And then the year after the halving, historically, is when the market goes absolutely parabolic. also like the point out that Plan B of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model. He is predicting a $100,000 Bitcoin price sometime between 2024 and 2025. I agree with that. I think we first see the first six-figure Bitcoin price at around the time of the next halving. And if you do the math, the all-time high from this cycle is currently 69000 If we were to just 2x from the previous all-time high for this next four-year halving cycle, we're talking about realistically a $138,000 Bitcoin price. I cannot wait send it. And with that being shared, now let's do some live Q&A, shall we? Do some Q&A. Yeah. So if you have any questions you would like to ask me, please do uh, ask or forever hold your peace. And if you have any comments, I'm happy to read them out loud as well before we do the big finish. So let's check out the comment section and also check out the top comments from yesterday's episode. And I'll share that on screen here in a moment. So Equine wrote, Aloha JV, chronic surf Let's go. Peza, welcome. Always a pleasure and an honor, fam. Bring Facts says, favorite child is, uh, my 1911. So I always tuck my kid in. <laughs> CoinFather says, 2027, $500,000 Bitcoin. Send it. Tom says, 250000 June 2025. Love it. I would love to see a quarter million dollar Bitcoin uh, by 2025. BitBud says, 2025, we will see 90 to $100,000 Bitcoin. Send it. Six figures. Speaking my language. Dragonflower, welcome fam. Uh, Coinfather says every having the crypto adopters get bigger. Absolutely. Selling with the twins said, hey JV, I'm expecting another dip. So trying to keep some cash. So BTFD, but it's hard not to buy at this price. So tempted. Next thing we wake up and it's moon time pumping. And Peza says, how long do you think we have cheap Bitcoin to dollar cost average for? That's the million dollar question. I'd love to know your thoughts. I think anything below 20000 personally is a great buying opportunity to DCA and keep stacking them stats without a question, 100%. And with that being shared, keep dropping some live comments and we're gonna go to the top comments, uh, from yesterday's episode. I'm gonna pull up, uh, yesterday's episode here and read out some of my favorite comments. Cause I always appreciate the comments as they help out tremendously with the YouTube algorithm as you should already know. So with that being shared, let's read some of these, uh, top comments from yesterday's episode. I'm gonna scroll through a lot cause a lot of them are spam, just FYI. Peza wrote, thanks for another great show, JV. You're very welcome. Dragonflower wrote, this new format is smooth, bro. Happy to be a part of the Crypto News Alerts fam. I'm just glad you're digging the new format. It means a lot to me. Peza put that live comment about JV saying to the chat at the end. That was a great idea. Mr. T put thanks for another good live show. You're very welcome, Mr. T. Silver XT currently at 29,000 average cost. Hoping to get it to 24,000 before the new bull run. I hope you get that, uh, those stats at a discount as well. Inner Dino always showing his support. Thanks, JV. Love the show. Much appreciated. Marinos put hopefully JV. I am here for the 2025 run up man let's go we love you dude peace i love your channel i'm not paying playing crypto like most traditional crypto hodlers i'm holding a huge amount of shares of galaxy digital and a small amount of luna very interesting share of the trade says great show jv uh Lero wrote i like the new format glad you're digging it Peza put has everyone noticed the prices of everything in the shops that the water is coming into the titanic hodlers let's quietly head to the lifeboats marked BTC. Steve Hubbs put XRP has been delisted on many exchanges for the last two years. I'm not touching Tron and I don't blame you. Even the founder called it garbage. 250,000 by the end of 2024. If Bob Lucas left translated the next four year cycle comes true, Dave the Waves $800,000 Bitcoin price prediction means nothing without given. Well, you make a great point. I think that prediction was like over the next decade, just FYI. And the coin father put, love the intro music, JV, need some outro music. I agree. I got to add some outro music for show. And he says, one minute with an animated giant Bitcoin slapping fiat. I would absolutely uh, absolutely uh, dig that. And I'm going to read one more comment from Peza and we'll move on. I agree with Ellen P. Bottom was seventeen five. is too cheap at that price. So people buy. Whales accumulate in big time. Unless Putin drops a tactical nuke then everyone will ish themselves and we go to 10,000, which would be Willy Woo's Max Payne, right? I hope that scenario never arrives. I hope so too, fam. I mean, there's enough shenanigans going on in this world right now. And with that being shared, I'm going to take one more quick look at the live Q&A for your last chance to get a live shout out. Why do you think that Hunter accidentally left two laptops behind? <laughs> bring facts, great question. Um Bring facts, also put his own family doesn't want him. Why do you think Hunter calls him Peto Pete? Oh, boy. Disgusting Hunter Biden. Unreal. (laughs) Bitbud says 20,000 is gone in 2022. Because you think we're going to drop. What do you feel that low is likely going to be in the fourth quarter of this year, Bitbud? I'd love to know. The UK doesn't want Joe. Peza says, Solman put, most big whales bought their stock above $15,000. Bring Facts put, we are in the midterms right now. And it's already focused on the presidential election. Gotta have that dry powder, says Dragon Flower. And Coinfather put... Uh, peace crypto fam, buy Bitcoin and hodl on. And Bitbud for the low, he is predicting, uh, 12, uh, 10 to $12,000 as he put here, uh, in the chat. So let me know if you agree or disagree or do you feel that the low is already in. With that being said, now let's dive into our final segment of the show, which is the big finish. And let's break down what I shared with you here today. We discussed tap to, pay, uh, tap to pay Bitcoin Lightning Bolt Card Strike in El Salvador, which a new partnership with CoinFather uh, Coin Corner, my apologies, allows them to now start using their Bitcoin Lightning cards to make Bitcoin transactions for retail. We also discussed a major partnership with SWIFT between JP Morgan and Visa teaming up on cross-border blockchain payments, as well as BNY Mellon, the largest and oldest uh bank in America, launched their crypto services. And this is an asset manager that controls over $43 trillion in assets under management. I think the largest the crypto market cap has ever been is approximately $2.5 just to show you how minuscule this crypto market is in comparison to all the old money out there in the world. And we also discussed the latest of the saga going on between um, the uh, XRP army as well as the SEC. And Brad Garlinghouse, who is the CEO of XRP, says that this could be concluded in the next three to four months, so fingers crossed. Hopefully it is. And also in today's show, we discuss a realistic worst-case scenario for Bitcoin at around that $12,000 mark, according to Jason Pizzino. also shared the lows for potentially Solana and Ethereum. And we also discussed a quarter-million dollar Bitcoin price prediction from Morgan Creek Digital... um, co-founder who is, I'm sorry, CEO, who is Mark Yusko, who is sticking by his $250,000 Bitcoin price prediction. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this particular prediction. And when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach that $250,000 mark? Hollage boy in the comments right down below. And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, you know what to do. Subscribe, hit that bell icon, turn on all notifications, and of course, drop a comment right down below as it helps out tremendously. With the YouTube algorithm. And don't forget to share this on social media such as crypto Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.